Greetings guys, Philip here with Fillers of Health. I'm with nutritionist Ella. Um, she's a health coach, dietitian, a life coach, wellness coach. She helps people to transform their lives for the better. And I'm super grateful to be sitting here with her um, just for a quick interview on what she has found to be very transformative in her life and the life of those that she works with. So thank you so much, Ella, for sitting with thank us down so here. Thank you so much for having me. So let's dive in first, um, a little bit of a brief background overview about your, your background, basically. Like, how did you come into health and wellness? So my background is in finance. I studied finance, that's where my bachelor's degree in, and I worked on Wall Street in New York City for a while. And, um, you know, as a young immigrant, I was driven. I was a type A, I was one of those people, you know, like overachiever, and I just wanted to make the most of my life. And somewhere along that journey, I realized how sickening it was, how out of balance I lived, and how it created all these symptoms that are bad skin, weight issues, and fatigue, and not able to focus on brain fog. And I started to research and do my, uh, my own work. I, I went to so many doctors only to realize that food and what I eat matters most than what my doctor prescribes wow. and the different treatment plans that they were able to give me. So I've done some soul searching throughout my career and I practiced yoga and then became a yoga instructor oh, wow. about six years ago. Yeah. And that started my holistic journey. journey when I realized that not only I can heal myself, but I can also turn this into career yes. and follow my passion. Beautiful. Thank you, that's so, how it happened. So now that you have healed yourself, yeah. how and why do you feel so um, passionate about mm -hmm. healing others? What is it that drives you to help others to heal? What's your why factor? Why are you doing this? So throughout my career becoming a health coach, I worked, after I graduated from Institute of Integrative Nutrition, I worked at a, as a health coach at Mount Sinai Hospital on the research project. And then after I graduated uh, from NYU and became a dietitian, I also had an extensive uh, work experience working with people of various background. People I, I had during my residency, I worked in the Bronx and Harlem and uh, upper, on the Upper East Side community. And just seeing how my talents, my time, and my knowledge changes the lives, the quality of lives of others. It's the most gratifying experience when my patients come back to me and thank me for my time. That's my wonderful. Knowledge. That's why I do what I do. Seeing, um, being able to change the lives of others is why I do this. That's, that's incredible. And Tony Robbins says that life's not worth living without giving. And I think it, uh, it, it speaks a lot to the type of person that you are, that you found giving to others the same way that maybe others have given to you when you were on your journey is the best way to give back and live your life. So that's really, really awesome to hear. It's really inspiring for us that um, sometimes in life it's not about oneself and one's own journey. It's about trying to incorporate others' lives and journeys and helping them along their journeys into their lives. So uh, that is tremendous. Um, so what I want to dive into, because you have a background in nutrition, you're a dietitian, you also um, went to IIN, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. What are your top foods that you would recommend for people who maybe they don't have the uh, food choices right now that are helping them to live more healthier lives and to live more energized? 
physically fit, mental, emotional clarity, what would you recommend to people who want to take their food game to the next level? Um, so I usually meet my patients where they are, right? And I, I take into account things like cultural background, cultural foods, right? And preferences and traditions. But if I were to isolate like a top 10 nutritionist out of food yes. that I eat every day, that I recommend to my family and to my patients, it would be um, things like cruciferous vegetables, yes. things like broccoli and spinach, that's Delicious. my favorite. Oh, man. Uh, from root vegetables, I would take carrots, beets, and purple potatoes. Colors. Yes, the, the, the brighter the color, the better. The yes. more phytonutrients, the more antioxidants there is. And then I would um, also recommend wild berries, anything like blueberries, as well as cranberries, my other favorite. Delicious. It's a powerhouse. Would you recommend organic? Mostly, would, if you can, if, if you can do people it. People can do it. Uh, I would recommend to checking uh, to check out the uh, EWG uh, website where they post the updates on the Clean Fifteen and Dirty Dozen. What is that? What is the Clean Fifteen and Dirty Dozen? So the Environmental um, uh, Protection Group they are posting this list of the foods that are currently being considered. Um, the Dirty Dozen are those that are heavily treated with pesticides and um, have. A higher risk when it being consumed on a not organic, and the, the clean fifteen are those who are either those, those type of foods that are safe to consume and safe to buy, right. even like conventional non-organic stores. And they help your skin. They help your your physical your energy levels. I guess. Well, any types of food, um, you know, especially if it's a made by nature and yes. like plant-based would help with it's more uh, raw and, form exactly the whole foods whole or foods, like the yes. wholesome foods that we call yeah so they would uh, be helpful for everything for microbiome for digestion for all optimal um, wellness and uh, energy levels and most importantly um, detoxifying right so yes. that's what we're trying to do with our like because we're exposed to so many other toxins out there, right? The pollution and living in an environment like this. So we don't want to consume more toxins like pesticides. Right. So being uh, being able to buy organic, especially the ones that are coming off from the Dirty Dozen list, mm. it's very important. So what would you recommend to people who go out and eat? Like, it's a, we're in New York City right now, right? Yeah. Um, many of us have difficulty cooking, yeah. you know, finding time to make a, a wholesome meal. So we're always on the go, we're out with friends, we're eating at places. Yeah. How do we um, make healthier food choices, say if we go out to a restaurant or somewhere with friends? I recommend my patients to stick to the idea and know where your food comes from. Even when you're at a restaurant, especially in New York City, we're lucky enough to have, um, to be surrounded by this community of health conscious or yes. environmental or environment conscious people, who, um, the chefs or the restaurants who shop their foods and they are supplying their foods from farmers from local farmers where it's coming from exactly or from farmers market uh, restaurants like craft yes. or um, green, um, the t uh, what is it Gramercy Tavern uh, ABCV and um, just to name a few they're all surrounded by uh, they're all by the Union Square Market and they're all pride themselves of uh, supplying their produce from there you hear that guys you can eat out and go out with friends and eat healthy you don't have to feel limited yeah. um, I know that I in my journey through health and wellness choosing healthier food choices I always felt self-conscious going out to eat with friends 
when we would go out to a place that maybe it was more fast food type environment and I wanted to have something healthier so I would order like, you know, a salad. Now the times have changed, there's more options and you don't have to feel limited. You can enjoy delicious food with your friends and it doesn't have to feel like um, you're eating just grass as they say. <laughs> the rabbit food. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what would you say holds people back from making these choices? Because people live their entire lives knowing only certain foods, knowing only um, certain programs, meaning going from work, going home, watching TV, repeating again. And there's no room for them in their minds to say, I'm gonna try and eat something healthier one day. I'm gonna try and go to a yoga class this day. I'm gonna go spend some time with a friend doing a walk around our local park two, three times a week. What holds people back from making those incremental steps mm -hmm. that really build up and create massive change? Would you say fear holds people back? I see that it's a very common fear. Um, like during my programs, I see like throughout the, during the first few sessions and talking to patients, I see how they open up about the fear of change. Fear of change. And not like, getting themselves to the point in life where they just want quick results, you know, like because they're so exhausted or so fatigued or so tired of the lifestyle they live, they just want drastic change drastic, right now, right, right away. Yeah. Instant gratification, Absolutely, which yeah. sometimes is not possible. Right, and I have to educate them and meet them where they are and teach them before anything about self-acceptance, yes. learning, being able to learn from your journey and from all those mistakes or whatever, the lessons that they've learned, right? And gradually move towards self-love and therefore like implement self-care steps which feel good, which don't feel like a punishment for what you've done before, for everything that you've done wrong, right? And instead, caring for yourself no matter what right no matter what you've been through and taking these steps like you said taking a yoga class once a week or like trying a healthy foods every once in a while just because it's good for me not because I'm such a I don't, I don't want to say anything bad person right but then like oh, punishing yourself like you don't deserve like to go out you're just gonna eat here this boring food right? so there's like a radical acceptance component to living healthier yeah you have to accept yourself you have to love yourself you have to take care of yourself and oftentimes the inner dialogue within is putting ourselves down most of the time yeah. and so you have to always remember the fear of change is not as powerful as the self-love and the care that you can give yourself through your choices. And how can our choices lead us to our ultimate goals? Would you say that some people feel that they don't have a choice in the matter? Because I feel sometimes when I speak with my, my friends and people that I coach, um, it seems like they have no choice. This is the way I live. I, I can't eat these foods. I can't do this class. I can't, can't, can't. What does that type of mindset do to someone who wants to make change? There's also what we call a health, um, health outcome mindset. And there's a lot of people during my clinical practice, they just don't feel a control over their health. They just say, well, I'm getting old, therefore I'm getting sick, right? Yeah. This is just Classic. it. And educating uh, patients on the power of food and 
because I passionately believe that food as a, as a medicine and with my background in nutrition science and biochemistry and uh, the human physiology, I can see and I, in my practice firsthand, I can see how my interventions work on people, you know, how people can do malnutrition or how the deficiencies and sometimes they don't even need to take supplements to heal themselves. Sometimes it's all they need to do is just to create some change in their lives and consume foods that they deem, um, you know, not pleasing or not tasting enough. Let them try and give it a try. Yeah. And try to like also, as I say, like surround yourself with people who inspire you. Yes. People who like, because we become an average, right? I'm surrounding who... myself with people <laughs> I'm inspired with. Thank you. Yeah, and trying new things, you know, like, and it's much easier to try when there's someone next to you doing it. You're like, oh, I might as well give it a try instead of like being surrounded by the, you know, old, uh, like, old ways of thinking, old negative mindset yeah. people, and suddenly you want to try something, but you don't feel supported and you don't want to isolate yourself and you just don't. And no one else is doing it. Why would I try? Exactly. Right? So yeah. the support, the social settings, the gatherings that you're associated with, they really do help your. Um, you know, progress along your journey. So surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded, people who have health goals, who have succeeded. Um, they say that you are the average of the top 10 people you hang around. So if you want to lift yourself up, you associate with those people who can lift you up. So um, nutritionist Ella, we're so grateful to have had you tune in and you know, speak to our listeners and our, our um, people who are tuning in. Do you have any last minute um, tips, advice, things that you would share with people um, that maybe we didn't go over yeah. briefly? Well, as an integrative uh, dietitian, I don't simply talk about what's on your plate and how you exercise. I also take into account lifestyle factors such as nourishing and loving relationship in your life, like your spiritual practice, and all, all of that creates the quality of life, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And I am also having a having a background in mindfulness and yoga, I teach my clients and I talk a lot about this silent pandemic of disease that it's called stress. stress. I think we're underestimating the effects of stress and what it so does much. to us. So a lot of chronic disease and uh, a lot of illnesses are triggered by chronic stress, daily amounts of stress that we're dealing with and living in the big cities like New York. It's just being here is stressful, just going out in the city to forget like, all the responsibilities yeah, it's, that we it's have. It's in the air. And deadlines yes. and everyone's in a rush. So I think it's important to um, take um, uh, personal responsibility to manage your stress. Don't just wait until the weekend and then you'll relax, right? And then it's going to happen to you. Like when we have families and we have deadlines, like never going to happen until how I teach my clients until you prioritize it and you put it on your schedule like I need to either meditate 20 minutes a day or I need to have some me time you yes know? just do some self-care like an active self-care when you actually take the time and take your um take action to do something nice for you for me, it could be my uh, self-care like routine before I go to sleep, right? I love taking care of my skin and it makes me feel That's good. why you're glowing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, or my uh, morning 
stretching uh, routine, right? I took at least 10, 15 minutes to stretch, to say good morning to my body, right? And to um, say some positive affirmations, to say things that I'm grateful for, to visualize the That's day. Tremendous, I mean, tremendous. I've learned that, trust me, I'm not some <laughs> guru, but I'm, over the time, I realized that it works. It works. It really does it work. It helps you. And if you try and you see the uh, positive results of it, why yeah. not stick with it, you know? Thank you so much, um, nutritionist Ella, for all of your wisdom. Um, that's a great way to end on the note of self-love and self-care and, you know, doing rituals, as you said, positive affirmations. Um, our health can be not only physically related with the food that we eat, our physical levels of activity, but also how we're feeding our minds, how we're feeding our thoughts, and how these rituals on a, a daily basis, step by step, they accumulate and create massive change. So. Um, we hope that you guys have taken a lot out of this interview. We're going to um, help you guys to get in touch with nutritionist Ella, so we'll put her information in the comments section. Please feel free to reach out to her if you have any questions, and we're so, so, so grateful to have you Thank on this. You Thank so you so much. Thank you so much. How do you feel? I love it. It was good, right? Yeah. <laughs> I want to do more. I have so much, so much to say. Hey guys, Philip here with Fillers of Health. I'm here with nutritionist Ella. I'm here to talk to you today a little bit about the health and nutritional aspects of her top foods and what she would recommend to people who want to transform their lives in a healthier and sustainable way. So um, thank you nutritionist Ella for being thank here with us coming. today. Um, we're gonna dive straight in. Many people, um, it's new year, new you, they wanna make changes. And we know that our health is just combined with all these different aspects. There's physical exercise, there's mindfulness, and there's also how we take care of our bodies with the foods that we eat. We know that the, f the food that we eat can fuel us to achieve massive success, help us achieve our goals, anything that we want out of life. So what would you recommend as your top food lists to people? Yeah, I, um, yeah there would be some foods that I would recommend to almost everyone. So fruits and vegetables are the most important one and my favorite are um, leafy green vegetables such as spinach and arugula. They are powerhouses, right? Yes. They're, there's a ton of nutrients and the, the brighter the color, as I say, the better, right? So for root vegetables, I would recommend carrots, beets, and um, um, purple potatoes. For cruciferous vegetables, I would recommend broccoli, broccoli. is my favorite, yes. And for other things, like I love recommending people yogurt. Most of the, it, it's, it's the, the, the most researched, the most scientifically proven food that creates tremendous difference in people's lives, people who are undernourished, people who, because of the importance of microbiome, microbiome and the bacteria, we, all, we are made of bacteria, right? And our gut is our second brain, right? And yes. the, what goes on in there, it's only scientists can comprehend, right? right but right. just to um, <laughs> make it simple, right? Yes. The bacteria in our gut, gut the, uh, that helps us digest food, right? Yeah. It requires diversity and variety of uh, foods that we consume. And yogurt is one of the foods that you consume that comes with the friendly bacteria and help us to uh, digest better and to feel better. Yes, and most of the people 
can digest yogurt because mm -hmm. it's uh, lower in um, lactose mm -hmm. it's because it's been fermented. I, I really recommend raw milk. Okay. I don't even consume it myself, but like yogurt because it's been fermented and because of the, how beneficial it is, the amount of um, friendly oh, bacteria in it, almost everyone can um, digest it. And my favorite also, if we were to dive into quality of yes, milk, yes. there's two types of milk. Like some people very quick to judge and they're like, oh, dairy? No, I read a book, the China study, I don't consume dairy. And then as an educator, I have to make people understand that the, the, not all dairy is created equal. Right. There's conventional dairy and those cows that produce the A1 milk, that's what it's called, and uh, that's the one that triggers the uh, immune response. That's the one that is difficult to digest. Allergies. Yes, and there's a protein in it that is, uh, a lot of people are sensitive to. And then there's a traditional cows, the Halstein uh, type of ca uh, cows, the breed, and they produce the A2 milk, mm. which is different. It's more um, ancient and traditional and it creates uh it's, it's digested easily, easily and most of the people don't have a sensitivity to it and don't have an allergic reaction to it so i very much recommend people checking it out and looking into it uh, one of the doctors writes about it uh stephen gondry okay. he writes about it in his uh, book uh, called plant paradox and there's also a brand in New York State, it's called Trimona Yogurt. Their founder is very big on it and most of the functional medicine doctors support his production and I support him very much. It's, it's called Trimona Bulgarian Yogurt. It's mm. very traditional, it's a small company and I very much support them and what they do and that's Wonderful. the only yogurt I I have right seen now. that yogurt before. You have, yeah, yes, everywhere. And to continue my list, right, uh, from the onion family, my favorite is leeks. leeks. Those vegetables, I want I to love know. leeks. Yes, it's another powerhouse. I think everyone should include them. Um, other vegetables, such as tomatoes, again, another powerhouse uh, for men, for men's uh, health as well as for uh, women. I highly recommend it. Other things like um, matcha tea. Mm. Consuming a green tea every yes. morning—it's the most beneficial, the most, um, the most uh, healing natural drink that's out there. That I recommend almost everyone drinking it in the morning. So green. It's so green, but it has been scientifically studied yes. to be um, to show to, to be um, proven to uh, help people to manage their blood pressure, to lower their um, even like to lower um, their fat deposits, right, and to um, help detoxify the skin and uh, the, the liver. I can't recommend it more. You know, like a lot of people say, there's a lot of research supporting coffee, and I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, if you were to argue, you can. Um, In New York City, right? Everyone yeah, wants to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, matcha is lower in acid, and it's a green tea. You consume the entire leaf, and most of the people find that it agrees with them, and it doesn't give you this kick of caffeine. Right. So, and it's just digested easily. And then. What else would I recommend? Eggs is my favorite superfood. I don't like to use that <laughs> word. Yeah, eggs have has over uh, 50 different nutrients in it. Wow. And I think in um, in moderation, moderation, two eggs a day, anyone can handle, like or one egg. But um, just consuming eggs and never saying like, oh, I don't eat eggs for the rest of my life. You know, like that's just not a right approach to it. 
Tempura and like an egg itself is a complete protein source of all the essential amino acids and um, there's no substitute for it. Would you recommend like um, there's different types like free-range chicken or organic? Yes, of course, it's best to consume the ones that are created by nature, you know, and if you can find eggs at the farmer's market, right? Ooh. My favorite are the ones that don't have a label, mm. and the ones that have chicken poop on it. <laughs> That's the best label. In its raw know? form. Yeah, but if you don't have an access to farmer's market, I would recommend getting, yeah, pasture-raised, organic, non-GMO, all of those wonderful labels. <laughs> What other foods do we have? Um, what do I have? Small fatty fish, okay. like sturdines, mozzarella, right? The omega-3 acids, another um, um, nutrient that's been studied and has been shown beneficial for prevention, for lowering your risk of developing multiple like, brain diseases or um, um, just in general for wellness and um, brain functioning. Um, um, fatty acids that are in the fatty fish like sardines, mm. um, herring and mackerel and even salmon. They are they're really good for even brain function would you say? Yeah, to prevent Alzheimer's. Wonderful. Yeah. So and I think that's a great list for everyone who's tuning in now mm -hmm. to really um, next time you go shopping, try and incorporate some of these foods into your shopping cart. Um, as we learned, there's a mm -hmm. bunch of probiotics that are rich in certain types of yogurts, very wholesome milks. We found out about the benefits of the, the types of fish that can help our brain functioning. Mm -hmm. It can lower the risk of these brain degenerative mm -hmm. diseases such as Alzheimer's, mm -hmm. um, such and as I dementia. I forgot to mention dessert. Like, I think I covered yes. all the food groups. I what do you think the about fats, dessert? I, the I think people want to hear that. Protein, but like for, for carbs, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Another food that's been studied and has been shown for um, benefits of uh, enhancing optimal well-being as dark chocolate. The amount of antioxidants in cocoa butter and cocoa beans and the darker the better. Darker like, the better like 80% yes. Colors. Yeah 70%. 70% yeah, okay. Yeah, dark chocolate is the uh, least amount of sugar and the higher amounts of um, antioxidants. Wonderful. Oh man. So I want to leave you off with this guys. I mean, you heard it from nutritionist Ella. You see her, she's glowing. She incorporates all these foods into her diet. If you want to also feel and look glowing as much as her, please um, heed her advice. You know, take it into consideration next time you guys go shopping. It can really help, help transform your lives, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally as well, because this is a holistic paradigm we're talking about. It's not just separate from the whole. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. I'm super, super grateful for Nutritionist Ella for being with us thank here today. You, We're gonna link her um, information into the description below. So feel free to reach out to her if you have any questions. And we hope you guys um, enjoy and have a great rest of your day.